0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: More Cowboys drama over the weekend. Not just the family members of the players with CeeDee Lamb's mom calling out, Dak, Dak's brother, along with Micah Parsons' brother, calling out the fan base. We got some Mike McCarthy reports. Let's start with the lame duck status. Okay, so this felt
3: very obvious to me. Yeah. I I don't know why this even needed to be a report, but Adam Schefter reports Cowboys Mike McCarthy not expected to get an extension, sources say. It's like, okay, yeah, I thought that was pretty obvious um, that the question was... do we?
2: Although it might not be totally obvious to Choppy. Choppy is thinking that they should add a year.
4: Yeah, even if you're not going to pay, even if you're not going to keep him for the extra year, let's just say right now that 2024 is a make-or-break year for Mike, which it absolutely is. Mm -hmm. It's still beneficial to you. Right. Well, for sure. But it's still beneficial to the Cowboys in 2024 to lock him in for 2025. Even if at the end of 2024 you get rid of him, and you pay him that extra year, it I, makes twenty twenty four better.
2: I disagree. And, uh, and a lot of a lot of, a lot of times, I'll agree with this. You're lame duck, right? You're lame. Oh well, yeah, because it, like it, it'd be so obviously fake. Absolutely, sure. It like would be. like it, it's, no it's no player, no player would be like, whoa, they think more of Mike. Like he's safe. They're adding an extra year to it. No one, no one could be that stupid. So it would be like it'd be a total waste. Jerry may be too cheap to do it. I don't know, uh, but. I mean, the window dressing is just so not believable that I don't, I don't, I wouldn't do it.
3: As bad as that was, though, like, like, because I mean, it, it seems very obvious to me that you're not going to give him an extension. Like, like, I didn't know that was something that had to be reported on. What was interesting here was there's a section here where Schefter starts writing about what sources are saying. Uh, McCarthy said he's more. Uh, here we go. Some sources around the league say that McCarthy could have a challenging time filling potential openings on his coaching staff since he will be in the last year of his deal. Okay, so people outside of dallas are telling you maybe if he has potential openings on his staff he might have tro- it's like okay that's very much conjecture i don't even know why you throw that in there others say that during periods that's of adversity, that's an obvious thing too yes mm. during periods of adversity mccarthy's lack of an extension could hover over the team yeah some other sources question how the players will react to mccarthy's contract status later in the year of 2024 is not going well again that's all like, speculative. Like, if they're not going well, we think maybe from the outside that their players might not handle that well because he doesn't have
2: an extension. It's not speculative. It's obvious. It's it's, it's me wanting to, like, create. I've, for years, I wanted to create, um, you know, obvious gossip Twitter. A, a Twitter account to where I could give these fake reports and people think it's actual news. But we did ask Michael Lombardi. One of my favorite interviews that we've done in a long, long time. Former NFL GM. I thought he brought up a great point when we asked him about McCarthy having trouble hiring, replacing Dan Quinn if it comes to that.
5: First of all, you got to understand when you go to the Cowboys, if you're a good coach, Jerry's not going to let you go. Mm. Okay, so you're working for the Cowboys. You're not tied to a to a coach. Yeah. So if Quinn leaves and takes the Seattle job, okay and they bring Mike Zimmer back, let's say they do that, or they hire Don Martindale, right? Jerry and Steven and Will, they're smart enough to know, we got a good coach, why would we let him go? Why would we let him go? So there's really – that lame duck stuff is ridiculous because it it doesn't mean anything. When you have an owner who's in control of the organization, like Jerry and Steven are, then you know that you work for them and that your job is to do a great job. See, this is the NFL today. This is what's really been missing in the NFL is there's only two people in the organization. There's only two people that are paid to win, the head coach and the general manager. Everybody else can be, bad, can be good at their jobs and get head coaching jobs. I mean, look at Quinn. Quinn's got four interviews. His defense was atrocious on Sunday. Yeah. Now, I think Dan's a hell of a guy, and I think he's a great coach. And one game doesn't make a career. But the reality of it is, is everybody's looking at that. Nobody paid attention to that game. They're hired him. I mean, the the offensive coordinator of the Eagles, he has two interviews for head coaching jobs. Did anybody watch that offense? Of course, You know? And he's got two interviews for head coaching jobs.
2: Sean Desai got fired, by the way. People are reporting that was a requirement from Jeff Lurie to Sirianni. You want to keep your job? Sirianni, excuse me, Desai and Patricia have to go. So I think that's a great point from Lombardi. But to be honest, when I was listening to that live I was thinking to myself, that's another problem here. Right. His point is, and he's right. If they yeah. think Kellen Moore and Jason Garrett are great, they are staying on for the next head coach. And I'm thinking in my mind, the next head coach is supposed to have that power well, and then yeah. say
4: of hiring their staff. And that's a problem. Like if you <laughs> but that's not a problem though, if you hire somebody who needs the job. If you like if you hire somebody like Vrabel or Belichick or Harbaugh, guys that should have options. They're not going to want to go to an organization where they're mandated who's on their staff. Right. They're going to want their own staff. But it's okay if you hire a guy who's out of the league and doesn't necessarily have another head coaching job opportunity. Maybe McCarthy fell under that. I know he had the Jets was, was, a, was a choice for him. But, you know, like guys like Garrett. Garrett, didn't, Garrett, was Garrett's choice was here or nowhere as a head coach. Right. At that point. I mean, he could have gone as an OC when he was the OC in 07. He could have gone to Baltimore. Before they got Harbaugh. Turned that down. But after that, I mean, at that point, it was either here or
2: nowhere. Peter King, who we believe to have close connections with Jerry, he, uh, he lit Jerry up in his Monday morning quarterback. RJ Ochoa transcribed it. It sounds crazy to advocate for the firing of a coach who's won 12 regular season games in each of the last three years. But Jerry Jones... Putting up with the way these last three seasons have ended is beyond concerning. The clock mismanagement at the end of the home playoff loss to San Fran. The utter offensive toothlessness at San Fran again. Falling behind 27-0 after 19 minutes to the seventh seed. Seriously, with the same staff and same core, do you really expect anything different in 2024? This is a franchise that needs to be taken by the scruff of the neck, shaken, and changed from the inside out. But no, instead... Jones is running it back. Now, it could be true that Belichick told Jerry directly or through intermediaries he had no interest in joining the circus. Even if that's so, Belichick light Mike Vrabel, would have been a smart chase. For a man who made millions risking it all in the oil business, Jones has been surprisingly passive in trying to win it all over the past 28 years. So that is Peter King going at Jerry and that is why one of the best things that has come out of this guy's mouth will even cause Bobby to like him for this and give him props Dan Orlovsky
6: I think it's the wrong decision by Dallas we'll find out next January who's right I want to touch on two things that Shefty mentioned that Jerry Jones said well Mike McCarthy's got the highest win percentage in the history of the Cowboys for a regular season stop right there don't talk to us about Super Bowls anymore then don't feed us this lie that there's nothing on planet Earth that you'll do more than try to win a Super Bowl. You you are literally keeping a coach, and in your words, because he wins in the regular season. He doesn't win in the playoffs, certainly not with you guys. The second thing is, well, Mike McCarthy doesn't deserve the blame. Well, then who does? Yep. If you just witnessed and watched one of the worst playoff losses in the history of your organization, an absolute collapse— Where does the blame fall? Jerry Jones, please stop talking about Super Bowls. You really aren't chasing Super Bowls. You're chasing comfort. That's why you kept this decision. And the third thing is this. With that decision, this better be the most aggressive offseason in the history of the Dallas Cowboys if you actually want to change the narrative around you.
4: There's um, There's a George Steinbrenner vibe here. Back in like the they had the Yankees had the winningest record in the regular season in the eighties. Most wins in Major League Baseball, they didn't win a World Series. Not a single one. They only went to one. That was like in the early 80s. But he would always say, Nobody's got more wins than us in the 80s. Always say that. And then he gets suspended and they get all these talented players and they wind up winning, you know, a bunch of World Series at the end of the decade. And there's a there's an element of that, like the fact that there's a regular season aspect to that. That's I understand what Dan's saying. I still think there's what regular season's valuable. I think I still think winning 12 games a year is there's there, there's a there's a value to that.
2: That's well, why I want to extend Dak off the regular season because other quarterbacks can't put up they can't do that the MVP type
4: year that he just did. The job is to get in the tournament. Like Tampa Bay almost won two playoff games this year, and so did Green Bay, and so did Green Bay. Like the job is to get into the tournament, and 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 Mike does that, and Dak does that. And there's there's a value. Now, is there a ceiling? Sure. But look, Josh Allen's got as big of a ceiling as anybody in the sport, and he can't find his way to the Super Bowl. Like that it, it's 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 not easy to do.
3: Yeah, but I mean you 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 compare conferences and roads and everything I get else. It. The I get the disappointment it. is much more for the Cowboys than for Josh Allen. Josh Allen can't get over one guy. Yeah. That that's Josh Allen's problem. Josh Allen's not better than Mahomes, and he has to go against him every year, and that's his biggest problem. Mike McCarthy was hired here by their own admission, to change the results in January. Like, that's why he was brought in here. It's like, well, Jason gets us to the playoffs, too, whenever the quarterback's healthy. Like, when the quarterback was healthy, Jason generally got them to the playoffs. Sometimes they'd win a game, they'd get to the second round, whatever else. You were brought
2: here to do something different, and ultimately, he's done nothing different. Then you have Mike Florio, and I got some random texts from Florio yesterday, uh, suggesting that Bill Belichick does not want to go and coach in a place with a big-time media market. And that would keep him away from here and Philadelphia, according to Florio. Okay. That's the suggestion.
4: Okay, I get it from Bill's perspective. Understandable or soft? Uh, Soft. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Shots fired at Atlanta. I think with Bill, we're past the soft thing. I I just think he's like, he's old and he doesn't want to deal with it. You know, he hates the media anyway. He just wants to kind of go coach and, and try to fly under the radar. Because let's be fair. Should have gone to L.A. with that team. His, right? His first Super Bowl was an under-the-radar team. Yes. Massively. Like, they came out of that's nowhere. That's when they were loved. They were loved. loved. Remember that? Think of that. The Patriots were loved. Yes. And I think that's what he wants. I think he craves that. I mean, what, so you that wouldn't be Atlanta
3: either then. Because Atlanta's, like, right there. They're the number seven media market. Yeah, but no one cares. No one
2: covers the Falcons. But, I mean, like,
3: Charlotte, then? Where, where are you going to go if you really want it? Like, I mean, look, worry less about TV cameras. Worry more about ring doorbell cameras, Bill. Those are the ones you should yeah. be. Well, yeah, there's so a way. lot
2: of people who blasted. I mean, Florio is a disliked figure, uh, especially in the Metroplex after we had him on over the Des Tape. And there's a lot of people. I even got some other messages from prominent media people in this town well. saying, BS, bunch of horse crap. Not not buying, not believing this at all. That Belichick doesn't want to deal with the magnifying glass. I, don't
4: I don't know. know. I, I don't know if I, I. don't know if it's true, but I could see how he would feel, you know see that. Honestly, way. maybe he's just... because
2: every place that he goes, is it going to become a magnifying? It is going to become a
4: magnifying glass either way. Like I think he knows that. So does he want be but, but there's just no way you become the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons.
2: It's just never going to be what it would be right, here.
4: Right. There'll be. I mean, there'll be cameras there all the time and. That first game he coaches, everyone's gonna be you know looking at that and, yep. and 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 his you know Tom went to Tampa. Tampa was not a big media market, not a big spot. The Patriots were nothing. The Patriots are nothing, but they became so the Boston like Boston media is yeah, and plus they're, they're so close to ESPN and Sports Center, but. I, I I guess I could see this
3: from Bill. It, I mean, it may just be that he's tired. Like, hey, I've got enough going on. I don't want to, like, put up. But, like, this is, this is just I want to finish. I want to focus on football. I'm trying to win a title. I don't want to. I mean, Tom went to Tampa. Like, I mean, it's not like Tampa is, like, the biggest media market in the world. And no, so, he didn't have
2: a lot of choices. That's true. Um, a lot of people were saying that he was over and yeah. done with. Dallas Stars against Patrick Waugh. Yeah, that Patrick Waugh.
4: Matt Barzell made a nice defensive play to take it from him. And now Barzell starts ahead, banked it on for Bull Horvat with a path to the net. Horvat winner! The
5: Islanders take Patrick Waugh's
4: debut in overtime. 3-2 over the Dallas Stars.
2: Islanders TV and the announcer guy said it perfectly there. They lose in overtime to New York. Scott Wedgwood had to play net because Ottinger has the flu. He played uh, great both Saturday night night in a win against Jersey and last night as well. And then the new coach theory, Gavin Spittle, texting us about this. It's called a bench bump. A bench bump? A bench bump. I thought my Mexican Coke reference was the the drug joke of the weekend. But no, a bench (laughs) bump. The Islanders played much better under... So they finished their four-game trip against Detroit tomorrow night. And the Red Wings are in the playoffs. Oh, man. They haven't been there since
4: 2016. Turnaround City. Turnaround City.
2: They'd be in the playoffs if it started today. Fresh Spits and Suds is up. Spits and Suds. With the podcasts,
4: wherever you get them, 105throughthefan.com, recapping last night. Yeah, they uh, they have not made it uh, out of the first round since 2013. And they have not made it to the playoffs since 2016. And they're a solid team right now. This is a dangerous game because you don't want to be, you know, one and three on this road trip. Was the script, the NFL script
2: given away? Is this an argument? Patience in football. It pays off. You got um, Ivy League professors predicting the postseason. Oh, you got paint coming off of buildings in Baltimore because of urine and the Ravens. We recap everything from the divisional round weekend next on the fan.
7: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Baker leans in. There's the snap. Blitz comes. Mayfield back.
5: Loads. Throws.
2: Picked up by the Lions! Intercepted by the Lions! Intercepted by the Lions! Derek Barnes! Derek Barnes, Derek (laughs) Barnes. Oh, baby, 133 to go. The Lions are going to San Francisco. Derek Barnes with the interception. Every year in every sport we do this, what's the trend? Is there a trend? Should you copy it? And are you capable of copying it? That's what we're going to talk about here with the rest of the NFL playoffs here on Sean, RJ, and Roberto. Thanks for being a Tolo. Hopefully you guys had a fantastic weekend. Be careful in some of the wetness out there. By the way, in this game, all right, I asked late last week who everybody was rooting for. I just quickly want to go through all the games and figure out what you were feeling in the moment. Was it exactly the same as you said before these games kicked off? Baltimore-Houston, I was rooting for Houston. In the moment, what were you feeling? Who were you rooting for, if anyone?
4: Uh, I didn't really have a great rooting interest, um, but I think I was rooting for Baltimore, just uh, not, not for any reason other than they were the one seed, right? And I wanted to see that match up against either Buffalo or Kansas City. I thought I was rooting for Houston
3: overall in the playoffs uh, because I do love C.J. Stroud and, and like what they're doing there. And then in the moment when it came on, I realized, like, I do have to be right. And the fact that you picked Houston and I picked Baltimore is like, I need the Ravens. to I don't want the separation. So I... I decided to cheer for my own genius, and I rooted for Baltimore.
2: Hope your therapist is not listening.
3: Oh well, we're gonna see her today at eleven. So oh,
2: Whoa. so
8: with me, the uh, the whole Dallas Houston feud took over. You know, I, I couldn't root for Houston. You know, me just born, and you know, born up here in DFW. I had yeah. to had to hate on Houston. You know, I, during the regular season, it's fine. I don't care about the regular season, but when you get to the playoffs, I need the Houston teams to be out. So I was rooting for Baltimore
2: Saturday night. After a few drinks, at least that was all of our experience. More on that. In best and worst of the weekend. By the way, this is the expressway. We are commercial free for the next forty minutes here on Sean and RJ. San Fran, Green Bay. Oh, I was rooting for Green Bay. Uh, I was absolutely rooting for Green
4: Bay. Green Bay winning. So no cowboy like hatred crept into this for you after what the Packers did to us. Uh, no, it was all cowboy thoughts. Green Bay winning is a good thing. It may it softens the blow. It would have softened the blow. From losing to, to Green Bay the week before. Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah, so that's what I thought, and
2: then Bobby came at it from a different perspective. Bobby's wrong. If uh, well, except for his picks. His picks. His picks are right. Yeah, he's one game ahead. But okay. what if San Fran loses? Would Cowboy fans have been more irate with their team, saying San Fran could have been had? They yeah. were. They were beatable. That's our NFC Championship. They. They got exposed. They were susceptible. Well, let's just say. Or does it make you feel better? I don't want to get into this whole topic right now. We will, but that's the topic. Like, San Fran's susceptible versus Green Bay. Oh, they're a lot more
4: respectable. Cowboys ain't winning a game in the rain on the road Mm like that. Um, But also, let's just say, like, San Fran. Let's say say the Cowboys won uh, against Green Bay. San Fran plays Tampa. Yeah, the, they're not going to lose. Not, that, that wouldn't be a game like that against him. I don't think the idea,
3: though, is just that they're
4: susceptible in general. Right.
3: They're they're we're, they're not who we thought they were. That kind of thing. I'll say this. I think Cowboys fans we're going to find regardless of the outcome. We're going to find a way to be upset about it.
2: We'll get to that a little bit later on. Who are you rooting for in the moment? San Francisco.
3: That, like I like part of it is to be right. No, no, no. San Francisco just genuinely. I like I like the way they built their team. I like really appreciate oh. their team. I think they're really, really good. And I think that it further I think. The more you can get San Francisco, Houston, you can get these things that the Cowboys have to grapple with themselves over and their success. That's what I'm going to root for. Houston getting to the Super Bowl would force the Cowboys to go, why is it that like we finally got a Super Bowl in the state of Texas and it came from Houston? And they've been around for, you know, 20 years or whatever it is. Why is it that San Francisco, who we're chasing all this time, was able to get to the Super Bowl and has created this massive gap between us despite us doing everything we can to to tweak and adjust to them? So that's part of why I was rooting for San Francisco
4: was but that. But look what they've also done. Super Bowl – tear it down, rebuild, Super Bowl kind of rebuild, right? They've done that like four times. San San Francisco? like their Super Bowl with Kaepernick. It's a completely different team. They rebuilt it. They've gone back. Sure,
3: not in the Shanahan area. They've been six, seven years committed to this.
4: Uh, You know, and and I had some Niner fans texting me like that they wish Shanahan would just run his offense and stop farting around like that. And I don't follow the Niners closely enough every play to know what their offense looks like, but they were like he wasn't running his offense according to them uh, on Saturday night. Again, no idea. But why would that be the case? Well,
2: don't forget they did this with Debo, too. Debo, gone with the shoulder. We'll see if he can play his NFC Championship game. Pepe, who are you rooting for? It was the Packers from start to finish. I mean, I just I
5: put
8: the, the 49ers in the same category as the Eagles there. I mean, I felt like the guy at Texas Live when the Packers were up by seven in the fourth quarter and they blew that lead. I was I was, I was was literally upset about it.
4: Man, by the way, so we were, we were at Boomer Jack's watch at the first game. And then well. I met my neighbors out. Oh, I was there, too. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and Then I met my neighbors out at Twin Peaks for the later game. Wow. The amount of Thanks Niner fans. for the fans. invite,
3: to, for the, uh, yes. the, the follow-up part. You is, wouldn't
4: have remembered. It, you wouldn't have remembered. You wouldn't have come out by the Speedway anyway. Oh, I um, would have. He would have drove. The amount of Niner fans. Yeah, the amount of Niner <laughs> fans that were in there was disturbing. It was very troubling.
2: Really? Yes.
4: Very troubling.
2: Um, Sam Fran, for me, I was rooting for them to lose. Uh, Sunday, you know, I thought I was going to be Lions, but I have this weird respect for the Buccaneers Sure. And I was giving Baker a lot of props yesterday. He played well. He played too well for his receivers with these fastballs getting on them real quick. But man, a nice performance from Baker. Obviously the bad interception at the end. And I was kind of like I was kind of like 55 45 in this. I would not have minded if the Buccaneers won, even though the Lions are the Disney movie right now. They are. And like, can I say that? Disney, I don't know where we're we at with that. I don't know. I'm not sure. We'll see. Yeah, uh, are they cancelable right
4: now. <laughs> then I think the I think the the uh, Detroit San Fran game will be much better than a than a San Fran Tampa game.
3: Yes. on paper at yeah. least.
4: You know, it's the San Fran. I could easily see San Fran beating both teams by double digits.
3: Yeah, here's here's the deal. You root for Cinderella up to a point, and that point is usually a step or two short of actually winning a title. Because Cinderella, if they're a bad team. Or, or there's no names, like, it kind of sucks the air out of it. Like, everybody can say they want to see San Diego State make a run in March Madness or Florida Atlantic or whatever. Then when it becomes a reality, you're like, oh, crap, yep. there's none of the blue yeah. bloods left. So Tampa's a little bit like that. I do have, it's weird, Baker was one of my most hated players in the NFL for forever, and I'm still not, like, a big fan, but something about the getting kicked and being yeah. humbled and passed around and finding himself in Tampa where yes. everybody thought it was going to be a mess, I kind of respect, but ultimately I was rooting slightly for Detroit.
4: Yeah, I, I was at Hartford Detroit. They're my gym crush. Um, but like, dude, Mike Evans is a problem. Yeah, he
2: is a problem. We gotta and have some legit Hall of Fame discussions about him every year. Don't matter who he's with, he just does it. Oh yeah. Oh, I th- I think he's in. I mean, he's him in. Him or DeAndre Hopkins? Him. Had mm-hmm. no hesitation.
4: He that- did it. Did he do it? He did it longer, right? Than than Hop Evans.
2: Uh, hop,
4: hop. I'll go Hop's check it out.
2: Done it for a while. I'd be interested because I I kind of compare those two. To each other, even though Mike has probably played with slightly better quarterbacks. My, I'd be interested in that. Mike Evans,
3: what did he, he's one short now of Rice for like most thousand yard seasons or consecutive thousand yard seasons. Like, I mean, Mike Evans has put up a sneaky, like, dominant Hall of Fame career. Like, I mean, I think everybody thinks of him as one of the top, but like, when you look at the numbers, it's kind of jarring to see how dominant he's been. I, I think Evans probably hasn't beat a little.
4: Okay. Yeah. Hopkins got more yards and catches. Uh, I have to go back to see how many years they've played. Uh, but I'm just looking at their Google search on the numbers. pei hey, hey, who were you rooting for yesterday afternoon?
8: It was the Lions 100%. Uh, you know, mainly just because I don't think the Buccaneers stand a chance against San Francisco. And to see the 49ers lose, I think you have to have the Lions in the NFC title game.
2: Uh, zero hesitation for me with the night game. Like, it pained me a little bit the way that ended. Uh, I should have tweeted it and said I only texted you guys wide right. I'm like just imagine. Just mm-hmm. imagine if this went wide right, but I was definitely rooting for Buffalo. Uh definitely rooting for the Bills. Uh, my heart breaks for uh, for Bills Mafia.
4: It, it does break. I you know, I don't really I didn't really care one way or the other. I wanted Buffalo to win, but Kansas City wasn't going to hurt my feelings cuz I love my yeah, home. I don't hate the Chiefs. No, I, I love I love seeing Pat play. Um you know, I wish I had the guts after week 14 to keep number 1 on my power rankings all year. Uh, but that was why this was this is why I had him there that long because like he is at the end of the day like, you 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 cannot Josh Allen played an a minus game. And the only way you beat them is a plus uh, the problem also too is your coach had
3: what felt like a D game or something like I mean I don't I don't think Sean McDermott was very good.
2: I, I think he put them in a really bad spot when they ran the fake punt. I said this is it that's he's fired. Yeah, he's if- going to get fired and then Hardman. Fumbles. He had the dumbest
4: rule in the sport. He had to do it. Now, I don't don't necessarily necessarily like the fake punt. I would have gone for it, right? Just have Josh Allen out there. But the Chiefs had scored on five consecutive drives at the moment of that fake punt. That's one of those things where you know your team. You had to go for it there because you knew Mm. you were not stopping them, and and they didn't. That was on their – was that on their –
2: I, it could not it, have it, it their was, on their,
3: side it of was the, on their side of the field. I know it was on their
2: side of the
4: field. Yeah, I I'm think it was inside the,
3: the, 40. the 40. I think yeah. it was inside their own. Now,
4: 40. maybe you don't, maybe the fake putt was the element of surprise because if they went for it, it's too long of a distance. But, and look, they didn't stop them there either. I mean, they got lucky with a bad fourth rule. and five, own 30.
2: They were down three with 12 left in the fourth. Yeah. 12 minutes. It's
4: 12 minutes. On but your 30. It, but then again, it, you had not stopped them the entire game. The Chiefs had scored on every single possession. The entire game, and we're in the fourth quarter, for crying out loud. You had, and the only reason, and you didn't even stop them. They just fumbled out of the end zone. I, I just, and then everyone started getting stops and in the game. started <laughs> getting stops in the end. But, like, imagine if it's 10 points there with with, with 10 to go. You're done.
3: You're I, out. I, I think he, if McCall Hardman doesn't fumble, if he scores there or they score on that drive, I, I do think McDermott's fired this morning. And, and I think people are pointing Maybe to that. Anyway. But, but, I mean, can you imagine, like, right. wide right, like, that is the equivalent of if the Cowboys would have lost that game last week on a CD like catch that they said wasn't a catch mm-hmm. or something like yeah. it's it's or the catch, the catch. on the Honestly, other side. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I mean that's it, that's oh. I cannot even imagine. What do these how Bills fans do? What, what
2: what did they do to, to deserve this?
3: Gave OJ a platform. That's what it is. <laughs> wow. it's, it's they gave OJ his career. Recognized now- Tim Russert. That's right. Oh wow, good, good one there. Growing it,
4: up in my house, Sunday morning. It uh it, it's it's so, a bad spot. I mean like they're they're miserable today. They have to be, and they're mad at Diggs. I mean, what what an awful! This is why he he is Exhibit A on why you do not listen when your diva wide receiver speaks. Exhibit A. What about the diva's mom? Don't listen to her either. <laughs> Don't listen by, to her either. By the way, Josh
3: and Al, Josh Allen, Josh and Al, Josh Allen is now five and two in the playoffs when it's against anybody but Mahomes. He's zero and three versus Mahomes.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a Brady Manning element to the Mahomes uh, uh, Allen rivalry. The problem is Manning actually won against Tom in the playoffs, and Josh has it. Like he's got to do that eventually. And Manning, I think, for their careers, yeah, he hit a winning record. in the Yeah, playoffs.
3: he he actually well, no, he had, for their careers, I think he beat Brady more than Brady beat him. Dude,
2: they lost all their yeah. weapons. They didn't have big game Gabe. Um, right, that's basics guy. Their
4: defense was Shakir got hurt. Uh, he did. I then, thought the tight end got concussed. Right, oh, and they yeah. lost a lot of guys in their defense in the Pittsburgh game at the end.
2: Oh, yeah. And Matt Milano's out. Mm-hmm. Like they lost a lot of guys. Yeah, they They're, needed. They needed. A I super- think their middle linebacker. They come back with a report third quarter. Josh Allen is out, and I was like, what? What? How did, where did i miss this right they are talk about i think the middle linebacker yeah who they had to replace i thought there was just one other josh allen in the league playing in jacksonville
4: there's uh there's a
2: uh, right did i get that am i am i crazy i got it was a josh allen defensively obviously it wasn't the quarterback but they got a josh allen linebacker i guess
3: uh well i mean the jaguars do but there's yeah, not there's not a second one outside of that outside of
2: josh allen then i think they just screwed up probably oh did you hear the same thing i heard when she said Josh Allen out, I wasn't drinking yesterday, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'm correct and right. But anyway, sorry. What were you saying?
4: Um, yeah, so like it's they needed they needed Josh to be Superman, and he was like just a little bit I mean, there was some kryptonite that was thrown in there and he was just a little bit not Superman. Uh, but they needed like you know, he did everything you could have asked for except have Diggs make that catch. Like, that's that's it. This is not that game is not on Josh. He missed two guys on that final drive. He missed digs underneath that would have moved the sticks. And he missed it was a Shakir on the left side. Man, I on the final play. Other I know, than
3: that, that's nitpicky. I know what Romo said. That should have been a touchdown if he doesn't get hit. Yes. I, like the oh, post yeah. is open. Like mm-hmm. he saw that. that. That was the right throw. That it was, was. That, that would have been we would have all been talking about how, oh, look at that anticipation and him throwing it. It was yes. just he got it. What I had a bigger problem with was he was definitely not on on that final drive. He had two back to back throws that almost got picked on that final
2: drive. Like he just he didn't
3: look as sharp.
2: All right, couple of uh, leftover things from the NFL weekend. Apparently, Chip Kelly is drawing interest from multiple NFL teams looking for an offensive coordinator. So how about that with Chip Kelly? Surprised he didn't do more in his return back to college, UCLA? Um, I am. I thought he was going to yeah. go back
4: and, you know, be dominant again. I did, too. I, I think UCLA is a tough job. They don't have an on. I mean, they have like they don't even have an on-campus stadium. Like that's that's a tough thing to recruit. It's terrible. Like it's it's, it's a really sp- uh, tough spot to recruit in. They don't have an indoor practice facility. At least they didn't. It's it's their oh faci- how do they ever practice in California well, no, I know, without but being like, inside California? It's, at least they did. But it's it's a it's just, their facilities stink. There's no commitment to winning. If I were him, that was a bad job to take. I would have taken the UCLA job. Man, he was there for six years. Yeah, he got them like to the top ten for a little bit, a hot minute, but thirty five and thirty four. Yeah, I I
2: I, I would uh, I know it's UCLA, but I was expecting more. I was too, Bob. It's
3: really it, it's really difficult to go in there and have to. And, and by the way, he's still like I mean, he's still under contract with yeah, UCLA like, through twenty seven. Like he's he's under contract, and so. But man, it's really hard to go to UCLA and they were a bad team when he got there and recruit against USC Like yeah. it, it's the USC UCLA comparison. And and you got to remember that being in that conference, like Oregon draws a ton of attention. Oregon's got a ton of Phil Knight money yeah. and everything else that flows into that school. It's really difficult to compete there. I think honestly, the fact that, I mean, he's made them, you know, they've Petty. churned out some NFL talent recently. He's turned them into like the last several years. Like, all right, they've been like right around a, Nine and three type of football team. Like I mean, they've been competitive, but it's just going to be really hard to compete against the USC's and the Oregon's mm-hmm. and teams like that. He'd
4: been better off going to Nebraska. Like he would, I think he would have had a better chance to win there. And and they they're they're stuck. But you know, you get some you know you get a quarterback, and that's all you need. U UCLA, that's a tough job. How about this from Greg Bedard out of Boston? Mac Jones being
2: at Gerard Mayo's press conference rubbed a few people in the Patriots organization the wrong way. Quote. He was in his workout gear, which is ironic since he cleared his entire locker at the end of the season. Not a single hanger, completely empty. I mean, come on, man. Everyone watched him play. They've watched him act like a prima donna. The team is sick of it. Everyone is sick of it. This is from Nesson. Like, this isn't some random. So he showed that. This is like, I've made up my mind that I hate you, and anything that you do, the way you breathe, is going to make me just hate you even more. Showing up to the presser. Has you ticked off versus? so if he didn't show up and it would have been better? Yeah. He's wearing workout gear, Patriots,
4: clothing. Get out of here. Hey, hey Tad, Terrence, it's better here. It's Tad. easier here. Mm. This, 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 that kind of stuff doesn't happen here. That, that, is, that is Boston in a nutshell. That is a reporter with an ax to grind. Now, Mac Jones brings a lot of it on himself. Yeah. He is. Very unlikable. He is probably the most unlikable dude out there. Punchable face. The only thing that's likable about him is that he likes? He eats like a plate of cookies a night, chocolate <laughs> chip cookies. That's the only thing that's likable. That's a likable thing. I think so. Yeah. I think that's very likable. Chocolate chip. It's very Santa. Uh, but this, that, other than that, there is nothing likable I, about I, that. I dude. cannot remember for the life of me who all showed up to McCarthy. Boomer Jacks.
3: Yeah, I, I know the one that sh- that surprised me when McCarthy got introduced was he was uh, Randall Cobb did, and then Randall Cobb didn't even resign here. But, like, he was, he showed up because like, that stood out to me as just, again, an example of what a pro he is. Like, he was leaving, and he still showed up, showed support. Zach Martin was there. So, I mean, players show
2: up to these things. That's not unusual. All right, everyone, let us know what you did, what type of trouble you got into, the best stories on the TrotRick.com text line at 877-881-1053. Best and worst of the weekend.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
4: ladies and gentlemen the weekend
2: gotta start with our big gathering on saturday for the first game and rj choppy hooking us up
4: at boomer jacks fun night or afternoon at the boomer jacks off northwest highway in dallas is Uh, that the old gas monkey is that what that is that's the
3: same building i think that is the old gas monkey bar and grill I
4: don't remember. I no, it's it, behind it, It's I behind think. it, right? Yeah, I think behind it, it's still there. Gas buggy's like in a, an old department store kind of thing, looking at look, some big, massive building. But we're at the Boomer Jacks, Northwest Highway, and technology. Uh, it was fun. Fun afternoon. Big, giant outdoor table, fire pit in the middle.
2: Yeah. All the apps, all the drinks. Awesome table outside. And that was, you know, a little first controversy of moving inside to outside. Yeah.
4: With about 17 deep. So, the uh, yeah, there was a lot of us there. Mm. The atmosphere on the inside was very crowded. On the outside, we got more of the spot to ourselves. Yeah. But they've got these all-weather patios. They're kind of indoor-outdoor. Yeah. Heated. Heated. It was a sweet setup. Best TV setup of
2: town, man. Had a, had had our own waitress out there. It was mm-hmm. good.
3: I was concerned when we made the move outside, and I was not going to complain about it. I'm not one to to complain.
2: They put that all on me. I was like, I don't want to make a decision. I don't, don't want to... And they're all looking at me. My wife always does this. She's incapable of making a decision, and then she looks at me... Like, okay, are you going to do it? Like, people are waiting on you. People are waiting for you to say something. And I'm like, I don't want, I, I, I want to go here and observe. I'm here to people watch. To,
3: to be fair, I don't
2: want to order the food. I don't want to mess with the drinks. I don't want to get involved in
3: tabs. To be fair, you are always the one that when we go out to dinner, like, you will like. All right, you sit here. You sit here. Like you if are. If I si- organize you are,
2: it, you are orchestrating the. If if I put it together, if I organize it. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of did do this, but I was just for the invite. This is Choppy's place. Sure, this, sure. This Choppy's place. But the issue was, our first table was like, I, I, you know me, I like, I want everyone together. Yeah. I don't want someone to feel left out. Um. So there's like a table of six behind us, and then a table of ten, and I was like, you know, this outside table is sick. This thing's got a whole fire pit yeah. in the middle. We can all be together until Peyton Russell screwed it all up. Yeah, you know, with the dumbass move Man. of the night, and I was glaring at him. I was watching him directly across. These random guys uh, came up and was like, "Any, any, all sitting here?" And Peyton's like, "No, after like my girlfriend's seat. Just you know, go ahead, take them. Took up like the other like five spots there." Meanwhile, we had about nine people who had not sat down. They were standing up. It's they were standing fault. up. I wanted everyone to converge. I wanted everyone around one big family table with the fire pit. And Peyton just gave away all gave the seats. Away. No one's dying. Look, not, look, uh, uh, we were there
8: for 30, 45 minutes and no one had sat in those seats. You know, if you want to be on the, the left side away from us, I thought I had, me and Mackenzie had a good position there. We were like in the middle. No one wanted to sit by us. That's fine. That's fine. Oh. But you're going to lose out of your seats. Oh. Okay. I
2: like, okay. You, you want to like. stay
8: on the other side? Stay on the other side then. You want to stand up
2: and eat and talk you're and drink. Uh, you know what? I kind of respect that position. You took it a You took it. You, you I were, took offense to it. You took offense to it that no one was came and immediately sat down next to you guys. You know what? Yeah. I like the move. And, and you know, know
8: what I did? I said, hey, don't sit next to my girl. You sit away from her. That's why I told the other people. I said, hey, after this seat, you're good. Stay on the other side, but don't sit right next oh, to her. Oh, you
2: should have told that to Wilczok.
7: You, yeah. you, you have been You have been played, You have been played.
3: Sean. Because
7: yeah, you're not that, that is not you're that, not not that is not his thought process. That That's his what? defense here.
4: That is his defense yeah. to try it. Was. And no was you set up. I'll for mckenzie two, on the phone. Right? Last forty-eight hours it. thinking that excuse up. No, you just weren't no, thinking. <laughs> you, you just you weren't to, I thought you were afraid to say no. I thought you were afraid to add people.
2: what it is. You can't sit there. That is. But I kind of like this vengefulness of. Oh no! One wants to sit next to me. Screw you! I'm giving away your seats. I like it. I I didn't even take a seat. I stood next to them
3: most of the day. You never sit. I stood next to Mackenzie and Peyton most of the day. By the the move outside. The only thing I was concerned about was I was wearing shorts because I thought we were going to be inside all
4: day. It was seventy so degrees what? You yeah. wear, you wear
0: shorts. No, no,
3: no. That's what I'm saying. It ended up being okay. I yeah. did not. I did not know how oh, warm yeah. the fire pit was actually going to be with yeah. it being cold. I outside. went outside, I and tested concerned. it.
2: I went outside. And no so, one can. No one has a harder time dealing with the cold than my wife. So I knew if I made this mm. move outside, it better be warm because she she cannot handle it.
3: It, it. it worked out. But no, I it, Peyton. I, I think this is a. This is a CYA yeah, statement is. from Peyton. I, I don't think there was vengefulness there at all, especially after we spent a great time with Mackenzie.
2: Star up to Mackenzie. She is my number one highlight of 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 star up, star down. Yeah. Of our gathering is your girlfriend. Right. Number one, star up. She's a savage. She's funny. She's a savage. And Wolchuck's girl is a damn savage too. And she says stuff stone cold. She was talking to me about childcare and, you know, how I should be pulling these shifts even after I'm working and all this stuff. And I'm looking at her, like, waiting for her to she smile. Likes to fart in bed. And crack, and she didn't.
4: She didn't smile. She's never smiled. <laughs> she never
2: smiled once. She's never let out a
4: ha. No, a ha has never left her mouth. She, she, she never even texted a ha. And, uh, happy. She didn't even text laugh. She never texted laugh. I have the... Uh, she
2: no, never she, texted a ha. That,
3: so, I mean, that uh, the, the entire thing like I she, she I know they
2: text that family I know they do I know they text so yeah they text maybe she does <laughs> they text that's for sure but I like I just think
3: given Mackenzie's testimony once we find out a little bit more about Peyton's relationship and an understanding of the power dynamic I think there's zero chance I I would have believed him if this was Friday now that I've gotten the the insight from Mackenzie I think zero chance this was he was uncomfortable yeah. telling them no you can't sit here yeah you didn't want to say no he and, doesn't he doesn't have that uh, savage in him.
2: Who did uh and, and just so y'all know in case you have any questions and you want us to rat anyone out who who all showed up, it was all of us. Um we had including Ryan. Ryan came Ryan. out. Drink, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan came, yeah. Yeah. drank Ryan a couple came Moscow out. mules. I tried to make Ryan drink. I made him take a shot at the end. All right. He took a shot with you? Yes. I got him a shot. And me? And what Pepe. a
3: traitor. Who? I'd been trying to get him to take shots all day. He's like I don't do that. And he wouldn't do it.
8: Oh, I heard He's something about that. So. He said he sipped it. He, he said sipped it. It was, like, it
2: was a Mexican candy shot. You get shots of vodka, which no one in unless no you're vodka. Russian gets. Yeah, no one wants it. And, 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 and vodka is my drink, but I'm never drinking it straight. No, the it's shots, horrific. It's, it's awful. You, you're like getting straight vodka. Doubles,
4: baby, dude. It is a last resort. I would, I would shoot awful. listerine before I shoot vodka. vodka I would shoot. Awful. What is it? Vanilla. You get vanilla extract yeah. is out. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's what... Uh, if you're like a real alcoholic, you do a, li- uh, a vanilla
2: we extract shot.
4: Chiafalo. We had Wolchuk. Um, who else am I missing? Uh,
7: Derek Will. showed up. No, Derek Will. Holland. I
2: didn't basically talk to Derek at all.
4: No, I, I talked to him you know, quite a bit. He was sitting over by us. Uh, Will. Will Chambers. Always loved Spits having uh-huh. Will out for an outing. Will was very...
3: Will was... Or, or not Will. Derek was, Derek was oddly like... Kind of quiet, like keeping to himself.
4: I know. Like I, was, I feel like
2: he had a bad time. I, I, I feel like he doesn't want to come out with that group again. He
4: didn't know many people, he said.
2: I went and sat down with him. Like I, I mean, he worked here for like well, half a year. That's fair. That's Did he fair. feel like he, he, he thought it was just going to maybe be dudes? He's always asking in the group text. Oh, are we bringing ladies? Okay, so he is. Girls? I are we bringing the beach for? I, 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 <laughs> I didn't know
3: if that, that term could be
2: repeated. On the <laughs> I, I, I
3: think he – oh, yeah, Carter Freeman was there as well. Oh, yeah. That, that's what another I, – I look at it as – He, I think he is the one who likes, he likes dudes outings. Like he wants like the, hey, it's the guys. And I think he doesn't know, like, all right, what's the dynamic if the ladies are here? Can I like talk as freely as I would? Can I, can I be foul
2: mouthed here? I think, I think that that was his thing. Corey couldn't come. Dawson couldn't come. Broaddus never responded. I mean, probably the rudest interaction I've ever had with Brian Broaddus. Uh, so he's out, he's out, he's out for future gatherings. Are you,
3: are you going to say what his excuse was, why he was too
2: tied up? He wrote me nine of them. But, but the main one that I was laughing at. Oh man, this is good. This you talk about a flex. (laughs) I'm going to read it because of what he did to me with the hand stuff last week. He tried to call me twice yesterday. Boop. Voicemail. Boop. Oh baby. Don't don't call me like that. You don't want to text back on the chain. Not happening. Um, all right. Promised. My mom and dad, I would help them with some projects. Told a friend I would help them with their business plan, and here we go. Wait, this is
4: us helping somebody with his business plan? Yeah, yeah. but
3: li- li- listen to this. This is why he couldn't show up.
4: I, did I tell you this? No.
2: Okay, read the middle line. See, see if
4: you know what I refer to. I want you to read it. Uh, probably took took my Super Bowl ring in for some work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What a flex! What? What a flex! He's
4: like, oh, you know the
3: shine's coming off it a little. I need to get the uh, polish. Oh, my God. my
4: Super Bowl ring in for some wow. work. That's what he dropped on me. Took my Super Man, Bowl he ring hit you, he hit you in a. What a flex. some
6: work.
3: Man, he hit you in a number of places. I promised my mom and dad. What? You want me to break a promise to mom and dad? I yeah. promised a friend. You want me to break a promise to a friend? Oh, by the way, if that doesn't get you, uh, I'm better than you. I had to go get my yeah. Super Bowl
5: ring <laughs>
2: Wow. My word. wow!
3: I'll tell you what my my goal was at this entire outing, and I don't know if I achieved it. You
2: guys are gonna have to tell me. Is but if but if people from other stations invite, invite brought us out. He's there in a cocaine heartbeat. Oh uh-huh. no, man, really? there you go. So, Brian, I don't want to hear nothing back after last week. The That's Ranger promotion. This is all my. I, I thought all weekend about my shots back at you. So More coming.
3: I, I I get <laughs> I get told routinely That's probably by the business plan. I, I get told routinely. Wow. How wow. often, <laughs> when, when I start drinking at these, my volume goes
4: Ba-bing! up. Machine gun Sharif. Ba-ba-bing! I'm just
3: uncomfortable. <laughs> I keep trying to like talk past all of it. <laughs> uh, I, I, I,
4: get,
3: I get told routinely that my volume goes up by threefold yeah. whenever I start drinking at these events. So I was very conscious of I'm going to make this as quiet a a drunk outing for myself as possible. Stop. Was I not? Stop.
2: Stop talking. Did you hear what he just said? He was conscious of it. That he, he's loud. He, he, but he made a conscious effort that on Saturday to keep it down. Yeah, that, was a, that was a conscious effort. That was a conscious effort. I? I thought I yes. was quieter than normal. We told you at least five, four or five times to shut up, stop yelling. True. Cody did it. I did it. Chiafalo did it. And then he and he shuts down, you it know, like down. he does mid-interview yeah, on this show. Yes, absolutely. He just yes, goes, yes. he throws a hissy fit. Yes. and he's like, well, I'm the third. No, I, no. That's what that's, that's what he, that's he kept saying. You third. don't remember. I, I forgot I was the three. I forgot I was the, I forgot I was no, the three. Said, and when said, Sean I'm tells God. me I can't speak in public. I can't speak in public. No, no, no you can't he, he did.
3: He went. He went. No, Sean was just like, shut up. I was like, sorry, I forgot I'm the third. I was like, dude, it was not a self-conscious thing. It was a jab. It was it was meant to be like a spar, but But I do think that I was now now to be fair, I the That's last... why Holland
2: didn't like it because we were talking yeah, about jabs.
3: Cool. jabs. The last, the last hour, I, I probably was aggressively loud and I don't remember, but I do feel like early on I was conscious of don't be loud.
2: Okay, well, fail. Damn uh, it, pay pay. This is our outing at Boomer Jack's Saturday on technology. Uh, oh, uh, Tolo Eric came out yeah. as well. My girl Amy, I didn't realize she was going to come in a neck brace. Geez, Louise, Amy. I mean, I've seen you without the neck brace. We're rolling with the neck (laughs) brace. Uh, But I get total Amy out there as well. What did your girlfriend think? This was like the first big social outing. She was impressed. She was nervous going in because she was like. I was worried since no one was sitting next to you guys. Now I know why. The real reason that she was going to think it was a little boring. At first, yeah, because
8: I mean, because I felt like yeah, we were all supposed to you know be around the same table, but it was a big table, so it's gonna be hard anyways. And people were off to the left side. I was like, dang it, I could have picked by Choppy and Sarah, but I picked on the other side to space it out. I picked the wrong side at first, but then Bobby and you, Sean, came over and we all kind of huddled, huddled up together. But no, she loved it. The one big takeaway, and this was, we weren't even out of the parking lot yet, and she was like, because I asked her, I was like, all right, what'd you think? She said, why is everyone's wife so hot? <laughs> she said, there are so many good-looking ladies yeah. out here. And she, was like, ni- she, was, like, <laughs> she space, was like, is I'm it I'm a radio yeah. thing? She was like, is it a radio thing? I was like, I don't know. But, I mean, they have the
2: money? Maybe that's why. What a nice compliment. Yeah. Thanks for saying it's our looks, it our is. personality. I, I did respect.
3: We were talking about, like, Peyton's weak drinking habits out there at the bar. I was, I was like, come on, take a shot. And, like, she threw it out there. She's like, nah, he's, he's just a P word. He's not going to do it.
8: i like, oh, oh, yeah, She didn't drop some no, explicit
2: words. No, the power. Move that she pulled is or like where's Peyton, and you were up by the bathroom in the in the other part of the restaurant, and I'm like he's over there, and she goes yeah I think he's waiting for me, and uh, I've sat there for like five seconds, ten seconds, fifteen seconds. She did not look, she did not text, she did not get up to go get him. She's like. Let him sit there. <laughs> I, and he was standing saying, yeah. outside of the bathroom yeah. like a schmuck, uh, just sitting there waiting. Damn. Finally, I went to get him. Yeah. I went, and I was like, hey, she's out there. He's like, oh, I figured. Yeah. I figured she's I figured. I figured. out figured there. She but is. she's funny. I, I, I love her personality. And we're like, what, "What? how do you react when Pepe talks on the air and this and that? She's like, just don't talk about this and that. Nothing, um, you know, nothing. Uh, just biographical no, Don't give details. away too much. You know, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not, nothing you know, out of the norm. Nothing unreasonable. And we're like, and Bobby goes, "Well, he did say that. He he's already said yeah, that." Bobby rats me out. Well, yeah. he did say this. I got it right
8: here on my my phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. May, may, maybe uh, maybe don't Peyton try and schedule Love of the Stars uh, on a, a- night a- where P- I'm trying uh, to, to rest, Peyton. Uh, Even. I'm just kidding. I, it was I was drunk and I wasn't thinking. There you
4: go. It was it was uh it was fun. It was a very fun time. Very fun afternoon. Uh, and then, dude, they're uh. Then you went to Twin Peaks. I went to Twin Peaks. Watch the uh, watch the Packers and uh, and the Niners game with uh, my my buddies. That they're, they're all all your closest San Fran friends. Oh, I know no. your Argentinian friends? Way too many. Uh, yeah, they're all the guys that were there in the group. They're all going through divorce. All those all those poor guys, man. Really? Oh yeah, no, nothing worse than that. Is he, are you getting a kickback? From
3: your, your lawyer that you recommend to everybody? Oh, yeah. You should be. I, no, I got,
4: I, I, yeah, I, I get free advice
2: if get I get a finder's it. Like, fee. A he gave me a referral for, for one of my friends oh, yeah, twice. Not for you, Otto. <laughs> for the same friend. 877. Eight, seven, seven, eight, well, maybe. No one's maybe, dying. Maybe it was me. <gasps> eight, seven, I'm yeah, No one's dying. <laughs> eight, it was, uh, so thank you to Boomer Jacks. Thanks, Chop, for setting yeah. it up. All right. The Dallas Cowboy lessons to take from the teams that were actually still good enough to play. Next on Sean and RJ.